Hello, and welcome to Battery Metals Energy Transition Podcast, a show for curious consumers about battery metals and the energy storage revolution that's underway around the world. It's hosted by me, Richard Pierce. I'm president and CEO of South Star Battery Metals, a supplier of high quality materials with our flagship Santa Cruz Graphite Project, scheduled to enter in production in Brazil in 2022. Santa Cruz is a world-class project that will be the first new graphite industrial complex put in production in the Americas in over a decade. We're focused on creating real fundamental value in one of the premier battery metal jurisdictions anywhere in the world. Hey there. You may have heard about South Star's recent agreement for the Ceylon Graphite Project located in Coosa County, Alabama. We're really excited about this. I just want to take a few minutes and provide a quick update on the agreement and then answer some great questions we've received recently. In short, signed, sealed, and delivered. The final binding agreement was signed and was announced on December 7th of 2021. TSX approval of the transaction was granted last week, so we're basically good to go. I thought we'd go through just a couple questions we've received recently. So the first great question is, so what are the basic terms and conditions of the agreement? Again, we're super excited to be working with our partners, Hexagon Energy Metals Limited and U.S. Critical Metals on this deal. The agreement is a basic earn-in type structure, meaning we have the right but not the obligation to invest in the project to advance the development. And in return for this investment, we can earn in to up to 75% of the project. So basically, what do we have to do to earn that 75%? First, fund an an annual minimum expenditure of 250,000 Canadian or a combined total of 750,000 Canadian over the three years. Second, we have to produce an NI4311 compliant preliminary economic analysis, or PEA, within those three years. And finally, we have to extend or renew, as required, the current existing mineral leases and surface agreements on the project to ensure they are valid for a period of a minimum of 12 months beyond the three-year term of the defended Vernon period. Mm -hmm. In essence, if we do those three things, we have the right, again, but not the obligation to acquire 75% of the project. Then following that, that, that basic uh, exercise of the right, there's what's called the option period. And in there, we basically have the possibility of earning the additional 25% that's remaining on the project. So for a period of six months following the exercise of the 75 earn-in option, Hexagon and U.S. Critical Minerals individually have the right, but again, not the obligation to sell the remaining interests of the project for a payment of 250000 in South Star shares for the remaining 25% of the project. And the price will be determined basically, basically at, the, at the time of this transaction. So again, that is, let's say, a right, but not an obligation. Uh, so for 250000 in shares, we could earn the remaining 25% of the project. During the option period, all expenditures will be shared pro rata. Failure by any party to pay their share shall result in a proportional dilution uh, of their interest in the project. Then there's what's called the 90% threshold. And basically, should South Star's interest in the project increase to 90% or greater, South Star shall have the right, again, but not the obligation, to purchase the entire remaining interest not owned or under its control at the same terms and conditions Uh, basically as the option period. And finally, there's what's called the production bonus. So within six months of the project achieving commercial production, STS shall make a payment of $250,000 Canadian in STS shares. But this production bonus shall be proportionally reduced to reflect any reduction 
and the remaining 25% held by the parties, meaning they can basically be diluted over time if that happens. The second question we received is, so what's been done to date on the project? Comprehensive preliminary exploration program and bin scale testing process have been completed. That includes regional scale and local geologic and structural mapping and, and sampling program. It also includes an extensive geophysics program. 29 trenches totaling 2,769 linear meters were dug to a maximum depth of approximately 2 meters. The trenches were all mapped, logged, and 765 samples plus standards and duplicates were analyzed for a QAQC program. 100 tons of bulk ore samples were collected from across the claims, and a bench scale process circuit using 10 representative samples was completed at the Gerku Lab in Guangzhou, China. The testing indicates a traditional crush, grind, flotation, concentrate circuit, achieving gains of approximately 95 to 97% uh, CG with approximately 86% recovery. So again, very positive results. In general, the ore body appears to be approximately two-thirds finer materials, meaning 80 mesh or, or finer, and approximately one-third is 80 mesh or, or above. So it's a very complementary ore body to our project in Santa Cruz. The ore itself was described as well-liberated and easy to process. In general, there were no red flags or real things that we were concerned about, uh, and we really like kind of what the results of the project show uh, to date. The third question is, so what does South Star like about this project? And quite frankly, we like a lot. First, we diversify political risks and operational jurisdictions across the Americas. Second, we can spread out our SG&A fixed costs across several operating units and decrease that unit cost burden to the individual operations. Third, it's a past producer that was one of the largest mining operations in the 20s and 30s in the Alabama graphite belt. Fourth, it's an oxide ore body with at surface mineralization and 3 to 5% grade. We don't anticipate there being a lot of drilling and blasting. So it's very similar to the Santa Cruz project in that aspect. Fifth, it's basically a complementary deposit to the Santa Cruz project in terms of the size distribution. The Santa Cruz project is basically two thirds large flake and one third fines or finers. And the, basically, the Alabama graphite project is the mirror of that. It's one-third, which is mid to large flake product, and two-thirds, which is fine. So the, it's very complementary in terms of the production profile. We also like that it has a very similar geologic context, mineralization, and controls uh, to the Santa Cruz project. We can leverage all of our technical and commercial relationships to be able to spin this thing up faster. We also like that it has excellent site infrastructure and logistics, again, similar to our Santa Cruz project. Number eight. The project is in the middle of an important EV and auto manufacturing hub in the southeastern U.S., as well as an extremely important region for DOD and NASA. Number nine, and this is something we looked at quite extensively, we believe this to be a fairly straightforward permitting and licensing process. The project is all on private land and mineral leases. It's not anywhere near navigable waterways, so we don't have to pull in the Army Corps of Engineers. And the region itself has been fully disturbed, meaning that there's no native growth. Basically, it's all pine trees uh, that are really used for paper and pulp industries. Number 10, we've noted the strong support from both Coosa County as well as state authorities for industrial projects. Number 11, the Biden administration infrastructure plan and the possible funding mechanisms for critical metals projects is extremely intriguing at this point. 
Number 12, this truly is a critical metals project in an important jurisdiction looking to diversify the supply chain away from a single source dependency. There's never been a better time to be involved in battery metals, period. When we look at the entire package and the project, we basically have a couple investment criteria that we try to meet. And in this project, we basically found all the major building blocks for a strong potential metals project that we liked a lot and can be put into production in the next 24 to 36 months. Basically, there's enough info to evaluate strong geological potential. There's also extremely strong potential and indications that this can be a project that can be at or near the first quartile of cost. We'd like that there's a fairly linear path towards licensing and permitting. The basic met work and con characterization has been completed and has shown extremely favorable results. And finally, it's a scalable land package and geologic potential in a, in a very large perspective regions. So based on those simple investment criteria, we really like this project. Number four, what are the next steps? Basically, we're looking at developing a scope and a budget for 2022, as well as a comprehensive work program for 2022 through 2024 for the earn-in period. The studies include environmental permitting and licensing, drilling and exploration work, materials characterizations, engineering studies, met work and value-add testing, CAPEX, OPEX, and preliminary meetings with both county and state officials as well as landowners. So lots to do, a very exciting project and very exciting times for us. Number five, and this is a question we see <laughs> quite a bit, will this be a distraction for Santa Cruz and the next steps there? In short, no. Our commitments and priorities have not changed. We've got a three-year work program that we're working on, so we have plenty of time to advance the project. Santa Cruz truly is our flagship project with commercial production scheduled for the end of 2022. Senior management, including myself, will be very focused on delivering value at the Santa Cruz project while working with our existing partners and bringing on additional consulting help as needed to advance the Alabama Graphite project. Mineral resources in general is an extractive business, and it's always important to be looking out for the next project in the pipeline and diversifying risk. So we look at it really as uh, the next project in the pipeline. We are going to be very focused on Santa Cruz and getting that into production as quickly as possible and then scaling that up. And in parallel, we'll be bringing on our partners as well as some additional help to basically be moving forward with this project. So it shouldn't be a distraction in any way, shape, or form. So that's it for now. For more information about the projects, please visit our website. There's a lot of information there. If you have any questions about South Star Battery Metals or our projects or anything related to graphite, please fill out a form in the show notes, and I'll answer your question on the podcast. Thanks to everyone for a very exciting and productive 2021, and wanted to wish everyone a very happy holiday season. 2022 will be a transformational year for South Star, as we basically go from a development company to a production company and become the first new graphite production in the Americas in over, in over a decade. I'm Richard Pierce. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Battery Metals and Energy Transition Podcast. If you want to learn more about South Star Battery Metals or more info about the topics discussed on this episode, please check out our website and follow along. Subscribe to our newsletter to receive progress updates on the Santa Cruz Graphite Project as we go from just an idea on paper to development, construction, into production, and operations. Be sure to subscribe and follow along as we release new episodes every couple weeks. Again, 
Thanks for listening, and we'll see you here next time.